This is a public health announcement brought to you by Heather Shepard. This is the Primal Pioneer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you achieve optimal health by making radical lifestyle, dietary, and environmental shifts to support forward movement with your health. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, radical health practitioner, gut health specialist, and homeopathic doctor in training. When I was 23 years old, I suffered a TBI, otherwise known as a traumatic brain injury. This shifted my life from being a super athletic type A kind of person to being completely sidelined from physical activity for nearly 12 years. I tried every modality under the sun at that time, desperately yearning, trying, and hoping to get better. It wasn't until I stepped outside of the conventional medical model and even much of the alternative medical model that I saw real lasting progress with my health. Today, I help thousands of people overcome both acute and chronic ailments using my nature and science-based radical approach to health, which targets the most important yet most overlooked aspects of health and wellness. During today's episode, I'm going to talk about the most important aspect of metabolic and hormonal health. This is a must listen for anyone struggling with hormonal or metabolic health issues or diseases that must be taken into deep consideration into one's self-care healthcare regimen in order to achieve long-term lasting success with health. This episode is an eye-opening deep dive into what truly drives our metabolic and hormonal health. And I'll drop a little hint here. It does not include diet or exercise. Enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I wanna deep dive into one of the most important aspects to health, particularly metabolic health. And this is an element of health, a pillar to health that literally 100% of diet plans, cookbooks, diet books, nutritionists, etc., fail to incorporate into the structure of their programs today. However, this has the biggest influential factor on our metabolic and our hormonal health. You all have heard me talk about this topic time and time again, and that is sunlight. Most people think of sunlight as this warm globe in the sky that allows us to pump out vitamin D, makes us feel good, warms us up, right? But the story of sunlight runs much deeper than this. And today I'm going to talk about why sunlight is absolutely vital to overcoming and preventing metabolic diseases and why people on strict diets tend to experience short-term success, then they have this kind of flatlining plateau, and then they relapse or revert into old symptoms. And I'm going to share with you why this occurs and how sunlight plays a major role in preventing this pattern from continuing. When it comes to your metabolic health, most people think of how hungry they are, right? And how fast or slow they metabolize their food. But this is only a small piece of the metabolic health picture. And I alluded to this during the last episode all about overcoming carbohydrate and sugar cravings. For anyone who struggles with carb or sugar cravings, I highly recommend you take a listen to that episode because it really ties in sunlight to the metabolic and hormonal health as well. 
and gives you some really great tips and insights there on how to overcome those cravings. And I also mentioned during that episode, the number one missing link to every current dietary program out there today, why trendy diets such as keto tend to only work in the short term, if that, and the missing link is sunlight. And during this episode, I'm going to teach you why sunlight is so important on these deeper levels regarding metabolic and hormonal health. And really, we need to have our sunlight exposure, our sunlight RX practice in unison with our food diet to experience long-term success with preventing and overcoming metabolic diseases. So many of you know and have heard me name drop our modern day most common metabolic disorders. And I'm going to mention some of these here again for any new listeners out there tuning in today. And those are cancer, type 2 diabetes, obesity, heart disease, osteoporosis, hormonal imbalances, autoimmunity, thyroid disorders, chronic fatigue, as well as sleep struggles. Also, we really, really have to consider high blood pressure, low vitamin D levels. And for those of you who have lab work drawn regularly, fasting glucose over 85 and HSCRP reading over 0.5, these are all indicators of metabolic disease. Diet alone did not create these issues and diet alone cannot rectify these issues. The missing link is sunlight. So something that is becoming more and more common knowledge, the more we understand the the great necessity for our health, for the survival of our planet to return back to our ancient roots, right? This connection between our metabolism and light will become more and more known over time. It's known right now, but it's not a very popular thing in our modern world today because of how our modern world's set up, right? We are taught to work on the computer, work from our phones, have our kids go to school on computers, right? We're becoming more and more disconnected. And this disconnect, I feel, has a really big purpose because it's going to make so clear the health detriments that this disconnect that our constant connection and reliability on technology, people's health is just going to continue to get worse and worse. And it's going to get to this point where hopefully it's so obvious. And the more obvious this becomes, then the more we will shift our lives to living more of a nature-based lifestyle. Because so many people are going to start getting sick and they already are that it's going to become very obvious that we need to make a life change. So if you're someone who is ready to make that life change sooner than later, you have the ability, the choice to do that right now because the the information, the knowledge is known, this connection between light and our metabolism and our hormones and our health, it's there right now. But, you know, for some people, it's going to take them time to catch on to this. They're going to want to stay connected and learning and working on their computers all day. They're going to want to stay connected to their phones. They're not going to want to take this, what's considered for many right now, a leap to live a more nature-based life. And I know over time, the more and more I've become aware of, wow, we're just getting so disconnected from our primal roots I'm becoming disconnected from my primal roots with an online business. You know, I'm making shifts 
to set my life up each and every day to live more and more and more and more in nature, connected to nature. And it's why, you know, the Sunlight RX, this protocol that I created has really changed my life. It's completely changed my life from living more of an indoor life on my computer, really trying to, you know, pump out, churn out blogs and articles and podcasts and whatnot to being more outside. And for example, today, I won't start my day and and my work day until 10 a.m. And I intentionally set it up to have breaks in my day to go outside in nature in order to recharge my battery, in order to help maintain my metabolic and hormonal health. Because before this point, before I really knew this connection between light, metabolism, hormone health, I solely focused on diet and exercise as a means to help me achieve my health goals. And it never worked long-term. I would always be struggling with my health my metabolic and hormonal health specifically, you know, my energy levels, my menstrual cycle, my sleep patterns, my anxiety levels, my weight would always be a struggle. Yet I was always eating a really, really healthy diet. And so I didn't see this huge shift until I experienced it myself. I had this firsthand experience where I ate basically a really similar diet to what I was eating when I was gaining weight, having a lot of anxiety, having sleep struggles, energy struggles, etc. But the one thing I changed was I started to get more sunlight exposure and created the Sunlight RX and started practicing this every day. And this single thing has had the biggest positive impact on my metabolic and hormonal health long-term. And so doctors, ophthalmologists, they aren't looking at the right data or the right literature today, but it's out there that displays this link between light's influence on our metabolism and on our hormonal health. And these people in the medical industry, specifically allopathic medical doctors, ophthalmologists, they're looking at industry-funded studies that are all biased and set up to achieve a predetermined outcome that really is based on making hospitals more money and prescription drug companies more money. So those of you who know me (laughs) know that my approach to health is radical and it's not in alignment with looking at conventional studies or really taking many studies at heart for that matter because they are so heavily funded and top-heavy with regard to achieving a preconceived outcome. So let's step outside of this really stuffy, narrow-minded box and take a close look at how light is the most influential element to your metabolic and hormonal health. And to do so, we need to look at two core fundamental ways that this occurs in the body. And that is number one, light and your retina, and number two, light and your skin. So let's take a look at light and your retina and how this influences your metabolic health. So did you know that the primary factor that does determine your metabolic health and ability to move food down the track in a timely manner and turn your food into energy is the type of light that hits your retina. And I'm going to dive into this without getting too far down the science rabbit hole because there's a lot of really, I guess I'll call it ancient literature. It's not super ancient, but you know, our biology is ancient and has always been hardwired 
our metabolism and hormones have always been hardwired, you know, from 3.7 billion years ago to today to function optimally when sunlight hits the retina. And so let's take a look at this because we have to, in order to make this connection between sunlight and our metabolism and our hormone health, we have to, you know, many of us like to look at, okay, well, how does this work? Explain it. Let me, how does this really occur? Because when we, we can understand something, we tend to be able to really grasp it and embrace it and be able to incorporate it into our own lives more when we can really wrap our heads around it. So let's look at one of the body's main circadian clock regulators, and that's the PVN or the paraventricular nucleus. And this is located in the hypothalamus. And this is actually stimulated by the light that hits the retina. So light comes into the eye when you're outside, right, in sunlight. You're around sunlight and that light enters your eye and it sends signals to the PVN, that main circadian clock regulator in your hypothalamus. And this is very, very key to the type of metabolic signals, hormonal signals, and neurotransmitter production that occurs, okay? This is a main way that these things occur when light hits your eye. So what happens is this stimulates the release and and the production of specific hormones and metabolic signals within the hypothalamus, right? And this connection is referred to as a retinohypothalamic tract, okay? So we often think of the retina as just this thing in our eye that regulates the type of, you know, colors or light we see, right? But it's much deeper than that. This name initially ties in this connection to the endocrine system, the hypothalamus and the eye, the retinohypothalamic tract. It's much more encompassing of the great importance of the retina. And we're very, very quick to block the light that enters our retina with sunglasses, with contact lenses, with glasses. And yet, this is the most influential factor, one of the most influential factors as to, okay, when light hits that retina, okay, and it sends the signals to the PVN, that type of light that you just saw, And that PVN stimulates the production and release of certain hormones and metabolic signals in the hypothalamus. This is absolutely huge when it comes to your metabolic and hormonal health. Because if you are, let's say you're you're living an indoor life, okay? You're not under sunlight. You don't go outside much. And so this process cannot occur. It cannot happen. It can't happen in a healthy way, I should say, because if you're living indoors, if you're living under blue light, if you're looking at a screen all day, right, that light that hits your retina is going to be very different than the light you would receive outside in sunlight. And so we're literally seeing today, studies are showing that you can get type 2 diabetes just by looking at blue light, just by being inundated with blue light. And most people today are inundated by artificial blue light from their tech devices, from a screen, right? From their iPhone, you can literally cause type 2 diabetes just by living under artificial blue light. And there's also a lot of literature, peer-reviewed literature that shows 
blood sugar levels increase as you are living under artificial light, as you're living indoors, and as your exposure to EMFs, artificial EMFs, increase. And this is really huge. It's not something we take into account when it comes to our metabolic and hormonal health, right? We just want to, you know, tell us the diet to eat. I'm going to eat that diet to help restore my metabolic health. And it's not this linear function. But we can't really see or grasp this concept that it's not our metabolic health and our hormone health isn't just about diet until we truly understand this role that sunlight plays when it enters your eye stimulates the PVN, that circadian clock, the main, one of the main circadian clocks in the body, which allows your body to tell time. When your body is telling time accurately, meaning your physiological time clock is in alignment with nature's time clock, then your metabolic, your hormonal signaling is all going to be functioning optimally. When you're in an artificial environment, this signaling is not going to occur in a, I should say, a timely way, in an effective way, because you're just going to be getting predominantly blue light just by being indoors. And when you're on your devices, it's just primarily going to be blue light. And while there's blue light and sunlight, right, there's also many different light spectrums in sunlight that trigger this sound function of the hormones of the metabolic signaling. So you have red light, you have blue light, you have purple light, all contained within the solar spectrum. Of course, there's other forms of light. Those are some of the main ones. And so the type of light that your retina interacts with is a main influential factor behind how your hormones and how your metabolic system works. So I'm going to share a little story here about this because this was a story that's always stuck out in my mind regarding light and metabolic health. So several years ago, I had a a new client contact me and say, hey, I really am interested in healing cancer. I've had this experience with cancer. Uh, I had breast cancer and I really want to, to heal this in a natural way. I said, okay, great. Let's go for it. So it was during our, I think our second or third call, I was talking to this individual. I called her up. We had this, a Zoom call and she was wearing really big sunglasses. I mean, these were the sunglasses covered literally most of her face. Okay. And so before we even got into the call to talk about the diet plan, to go over the you know logistics of that, I said, hey, I, I really want to bring up an important topic here that's going to be even more important than this aspect of diet we're going to discuss here in a minute. But I said, you know, it's really important that you don't wear sunglasses, especially as somebody who's just recovering from breast cancer. So I started to get into this description as to why and how breast cancer is this disease of circadian mismatch. The body's internal time clock is not in alignment with nature's time clock. And so the metabolic and hormonal signaling, they're just not occurring in sync. They're not occurring in a healthy way. And it's really causing the hormones to be imbalanced. It's causing metabolic signaling to be out of whack. And so these are some main driving factors of cancer. And so I was mentioning, and this, I'm sharing the story with you because sunglasses have become this very, very trendy common thing because our eyes 
are literally people go outside and they squint today and they don't squint. If you're a squinter, because I used to go outside and I'm like, oh man, I had to block my eyes because they're, they, I had to squint when I went outside. It would even get sunlight induced headaches. You're squinting not because the sunlight's bright. You're squinting because you're looking at artificial light too much or you're living indoors too much and you're not going outside too much. So your eyes literally aren't trained. They're not attuned to be in sunlight. And you have what's called a blue light toxicity and a sunlight deficiency. And this is what causes the squinting. The more you practice your sunlight RX, and for those of you who haven't yet done so, you can go to my site, heathershepherd.com, and on the homepage, just scroll down and you'll see an area to purchase the Sunlight RX ebook. You can learn the Sunlight RX there and start practicing because a lot of people today, they put sunglasses on because they go outside and they're photosensitive. They're sensitive to the sun. They squint when they go outside. And so they put on sunglasses or they're receiving just hideous information from their ophthalmologist that they should protect their eyes and, and wear sunglasses. The opposite is true. Your eyes need to be exposed to light, not only for the health of your eyes, but for this innate signaling system, this hormonal and metabolic signaling system that occurs when your eyes interact with sunlight and then stimulate this whole cascade of metabolic and hormonal signaling that literally your body relies on this. It runs on this fuel, so to speak. So I was explaining this. I said, you know, when you're wearing these sunglasses, I really want your hormonal and metabolic system to heal. I want the signaling to reestablish itself in a healthy way. And in order to do that, it's really important to stop wearing sunglasses because when you wear sunglasses, the information the signaling that occurs from your retina to that PVN to your hypothalamus says that it's nighttime, right? It says that it's nighttime because your eyes are literally shaded. It's dark. You're telling your body it's dark outside. And this single thing of wearing sunglasses, it's going to train your circadian biology to say, hey, it's dark outside. Stop releasing cortisol and start releasing melatonin. So what happens is over time, people's energy levels drop significantly just from wearing sunglasses. You create a circadian mismatch because cortisol, which is supposed to be released during the day, stops being released. And so in turn, here comes melatonin. This supposed nighttime hormone comes in because the signals and the message you're giving your hormone in metabolic system and circadian clocks is it's nighttime. And so what happens is you become energy inefficient. You become robbed of energy because you're not releasing cortisol at the right times of the day. And you become totally deficient and flatlined in your melatonin levels because melatonin is being released and will eventually become flatlined. It's being released at the wrong time of day. If you're ready to prevent or overcome a metabolic and hormonal health-related struggle, you're in luck. Now, for the first time, a truly holistic and integrative approach to health is available. This November 2020, I'll be launching the Metabolic Reset Program. This is a program that incorporates diet, sunlight, and seasonal eating into the metabolic and hormonal health protocol. We need all of these aspects to achieve long-term lasting success with our health, with our metabolic health, with our hormonal health. 
After witnessing the continued health success with myself, my loved ones, my clients, I'm now ready to offer this truly health transformative program to you all. If you're ready to finally get to the root of your metabolic and hormonal health struggles, you can get started right now. Head over to my site, heathershepherd.com, click on the courses tab to reserve your spot in the metabolic reset program that will be launching this November, 2020. I can't wait to help you all get to the root of your metabolic and hormonal health struggles and begin to experience long-term health success as a result. We know that melatonin levels are restored in AM sunlight. This is laid out in the Sunlight Rx ebook. It's also laid out in much of the literature, the non-biased literature, I should say, the ancient literature. And when you're in that light, you have to have your, your sunglasses off, your contacts out, your glasses off, and be in that AM sunlight in order to recycle your melatonin levels. Now, are the melatonin levels released at that time? No, they're not. They're released three to four hours after nighttime. Then that melatonin is released. However, after we sleep at night and all that melatonin is released, there has to be a way we reestablish and restore these melatonin levels. Melatonin is a key hormone to our life. It's a major molecule that determines our health, our circadian biology. And one way, main way to reestablish healthy melatonin levels is to get your eyes and skin in AM sunlight. And so this is really huge for anyone with cancer, especially breast cancer, because we know melatonin levels are out of whack. And we think that we can restore melatonin levels by taking a pill and eating a ketogenic diet. And that's absolute BS. It's totally inaccurate. And it goes against nature's laws. Nature designed you and I to replenish our melatonin stores in AM sunlight. And those stores build throughout the day. And then three to four hours after dark, when our homes, our lifestyles are supposed to be dark, right? Not lit up like a Christmas tree with all these LED lights on throughout our house, right? We, our, our environment has to get darker as the sun sets. This trains our circadian biology and that signaling, right? If you're living under artificial light and that's the light that's hitting your retina, you're giving your body the message to release cortisol because blue light releases cortisol. So the more you're inundated with blue light, the more your cortisol levels become imbalanced, the more your cortisol levels become flatlined and your energy production totally plummets. Do you see how far down this rabbit hole we've gotten just on this very basic level of how the light that hits your eye influences your metabolism and your hormones? It's really big. And this is the biggest missing link in the dietary world today because they're focusing only on diet and they're not looking at sunlight. And so people have amazing results. Some people, I should say, in the beginning, they plateau they relapse, they get totally pissed off because they put in all this effort, all this work, and now they're back at square one. And you're not, if this is you, if this is a story you resonate with or have experienced, it's not because you're a failure. It's because the information you're reading and that most people are telling you is inaccurate and it's only half of the story that you're getting. 
the most important and influencing factor on your hormone and metabolic health is the light that you interact with on a daily basis. So after that conversation of sunlight with that client and and sunglasses and my advising her not to wear sunglasses, she couldn't handle it. She totally, she quit. She said, I, no, I, I can't believe that. That's far-fetched. That's totally out there. Just tell me what to eat. I just wanted you to tell me what to eat. And I said, I'm sorry, you know, it's not going to work that way. I'm not that type of practitioner where I'm going to just say, here's your diet and good luck. You know, it's not how it works. I'd be doing you a great disservice if I just gave you a diet plan. And so she quit. And that's, you know, most people today, they want a diet plan also because they can easily incorporate a diet plan into their current lifestyle. When you have to change your light environment, you have to change your entire life. Basically, you have to change your schedule. You have to change the way you work. You have to change the way you spend your time. And if you live with anyone, kids, parents, if you live with a spouse, a partner, it influences them too. Because if you tell them you can't use LED lights at night anymore and they get really upset and can't understand the link between healing cancer and changing the lights in your home, this could really cause a disruption in the communication, in the relationship, in your connection. And so there's a lot more that comes up in life And there's a lot more transformations and change that has to occur by changing your light environment. And when we do so, as we start to do so, you will see that the benefits far, 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 far outweigh, you know, the other spectrum. You're going to see long-term lasting health success for not only you, but people in your family as well, including your pets, by making these light changes. Very, very, very important part of health that is highly under-considered today. Let's talk about number two, light in your skin. So you also have this master hormonal system in your subcutaneous fat. And this hormonal system delivers messages and signals from the subcutaneous fat to the hypothalamus. And this determines all of those functions that are really critical in the hypothalamus, that that the hypothalamus, these roles of the hypothalamus, hunger, satiation, energy needs, energy requirements, your energy status, etc. Okay. So the type of light that hits that subcutaneous fat, and then your these hormones in your fat get stimulated. And once those hormones are stimulated, they send messages to the hypothalamus as to, okay, what hormones need to be produced, what metabolic signals need to be sent. And so this is a huge piece of metabolic and hormonal health as well. When you live indoors in front of a screen, just like, you know, I talked about with light in the retina. You don't expose your, when you're not exposing your skin to sunlight, but you're exposing it to this artificial light, right? This main hormonal and metabolic communication system doesn't work properly. This is why people gain weight by living indoors. This is why people get type 2 diabetes by living in artificial light, right? Because not only are they getting incorrect signals through their retina, they're also receiving incorrect signals through their skin. And this hormone system in the skin isn't being activated if you're not going outside under sunlight and getting that activation from sunlight. Again, for those of you who are like, 
whoa, 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 this is the first time I've ever heard this. What do you mean? What do you mean my, my hormones and my metabolic health are determined by the light that hits my skin? Take a look at the show notes for this episode, and I'll put some links in there where those of you who are interested in diving down this rabbit hole more can do so. But this is a huge missing link, and I talk all about this in the Metabolic Reset Program, and I teach you how to use sunlight in order to change your metabolic and hormonal health. But also, you have to tie in diet as well because our food is grown in sunlight, right? So it does play a role in this as well. We can't totally emit diet. That's definitely not where I'm going with you know this podcast or this information. Diet is very important. However, if we just focus on diet alone, we're going to be missing the boat when it comes to our long-term long-term hormonal and metabolic health and making these long-lasting shifts in our health that we desire and that we want to see. So most people get caught up entirely in diet and they leave this almost this most important part because if, if the sunlight part isn't there and we do the diet, you're not going to have long-term success. So we need the light environment to shift because we need the hormones and the metabolism to be signaling and communicating efficiently. And then we can use diet to further enhance this communication system. And I'm going to end the episode here by just discussing this because I had a recent discussion with a client about this very thing. And this client was another client who also has breast cancer, and she particularly has this desire to lose weight. So we started our work together. I taught her all about the Sunlight RX, the diet. She's incorporating both of these things into our life together. She's like, wow, this is great. You know, I have great energy and I'm actually at a weight that I've been seeking for a long time. I'm finally getting to a healthy weight. This is going really well. I'm feeling awesome. And so then she's getting into this time where the light level's changing. She's going into winter time and there's no UV light present in her area at this time. And, you know, she says during our call, a recent call, she's like, you know, Heather, I had this initial success and now I've even gained a few pounds and I feel like I'm going backwards. And I said, okay, I'm going to ask you this one question. Has your light environment changed you know, from when you were losing weight to now when you're having this almost like relapse situation. She's like, yeah, actually, I'm not getting as much sunlight. It's cold. I'm not going outside as much. And this is when I've noticed the shift. And I said, okay, this is happening because the sunlight in your area has changed. And so your metabolic and hormonal signaling isn't occurring as, you know, in a healthy way. It's not receiving the signaling it needs to continue this weight loss goal that you're trying to achieve and this healing goal that you're trying to achieve. And so she says, okay, well, well, what do I do? Because, you know, I don't have sunlight right now in my area. We're going into winter. It's really cold outside. And this is where the metabolic reset program comes into play because even in times where light levels are low, there are many things you can do with your environment. You can use your environment to your advantage, to your metabolic and hormonal advantage to help continue to support this signaling system that's so important to our health and our circadian biology, right? Even when light levels are low. And so 
I outline these in the metabolic reset course because not everybody has light available to them all year round. Not everyone has a strong UV light unless you live in the tropics. So there needs to be other ways that we incorporate into our lifestyles that support our metabolic and hormonal signaling and health while we are still improving our sunlight exposure. And what I mean by that is once you get into this flow of your life where you've got the sunlight RX down, you're practicing it every day, you know, you've incorporated it into your self-care, healthcare routine, you will have your hormonal and chemical signaling and release will start occurring in this beautiful symphony. And so you won't have to take drastic measures, say, in wintertime, in low-level light seasons to support your metabolic and hormonal health because you will have built up this really strong, robust hormonal and metabolic signaling in spring, in summer, in early fall months that are so strong that they allow you to breeze through winter and low-level seasons without feeling depressed, without feeling fatigued, without gaining weight, without feeling depressed because your body has this signaling system built up inside of it that can support you through the winter months. That's a long-term goal. But while you're still working on that, say you're new to the Sunlight RX, you know, say you're new to this whole concept that light drives your hormonal and metabolic systems and signaling in your body, right? Then it's going to take time to get your circadian biology back on point. It's going to take time for your metabolic and hormonal signaling to regain this healthy place. And so when you're in this place of you're just beginning, you're still working on resetting this system and your circadian biology, there are things you can do in winter to help sustain and support your hormonal and chemical signaling and health. And that's very important to do so, so you don't experience these relapses or reverting back to old symptoms or patterns when light levels begin to drop in your area. So I know I went a little bit off topic here, but I feel like this flow was really important just to help you grasp this concept, this great importance between light, metabolic diseases, our hormonal health, and our metabolic health. And I hope this episode really helped you start to see and learn and understand why light is so important to the healing process when it comes to especially metabolic diseases. And I manage a group called the Keto Cancer Solution on Facebook. And so many people on that group and, and just in the cancer world in general, they tend to focus on diet as a primary means to get them to their goals, right? And they also focus on the emotions. And both of these things are very, very, very important. But now we're at this time in history where if we don't start adding in sunlight as an equally important aspect to the healing pie, then we're going to be, I don't want to say failing because that's a really intense word, but you know what I mean. We're going to be reverting. We're going to be stuck in the mud. We're going to be backpedaling with regard to our health. And we're going to continuously be frustrated by all the energy, all the time, all the money, all the resources we've put into our healing. And we're still not in a place that we want to be. If we don't add in sunlight, if we don't add this piece in, 
then we're going to continue to bump up against those frustrations. And it's all because of sunlight's driving impact on our hormonal and metabolic health. And I hope that this episode helped you to understand and grasp this link in a much more deeper, comprehensive way. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much to all of you tuned into the episode today, all about sunlight, hormone, and metabolic health. I hope this gave you new inspiration and perspective as to how to really support your metabolic and hormonal health in root ways. Today, most people focus on diet and supplements as a primary way to achieve their health goals. And why wouldn't we? That's exactly what we've been taught. But the story, the message, the answer goes much deeper than this. While these approaches are very important and helpful, they completely omit the root cause of our metabolic and hormonal disorders today. That is a sunlight deficiency. And you can start improving this ASAP by joining me this November for my Metabolic Reset program. For those of you who enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to post a five-star review with your comments and support. This is such an amazing way to fuel and motivate my continued podcasting and sharing via this platform and is a really great way to help spread the word to others searching for deeper answers around their health. I thank you so much for the support. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at sunlight underscore RX or on Facebook, Heather Shepard, and visit me on my site, heathershepard.com. This site has just undergone some awesome updates where my metabolic reset course, recipes, and soon to come cookbook info are all located. Keep up the awesome healing work, everyone, and see you next week. The Primal Pioneer podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease in the Western medical sense or terms. It is to be used for educational and informational purposes only. The information shared on this podcast and all of Heather Shepard's work is not a form of diagnostic medicine, nor is it a medical treatment. Heather Shepard is a health educator, radical health practitioner, and a trained EMF specialist. And although she has a bachelor's in science and master's education in alternative medicine, she is not a medical doctor and does not give medical advice. Her work and sharing is to be used for informational and educational purposes only. 